Welcome to the Magic on the Inside podcast by the Sisters Enchanted, where we chat magic, hot topics, personal development, and good old-fashioned life. Brew up something delicious and sit with us for a spell. Welcome to this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. I'm Sarah, the head magic maker here at the Sisters Enchanted. And on today's episode of the podcast, I'm chatting with my real life sister and right hand magic maker here at the Sisters Enchanted, Anna, all about manifestation versus creation. And is one better than the other? Are they the same? Are they different? Which way will this adventure take us? Who knows? You better sit down and listen in to find out. Hello, sister. Hello. I hear your baby crying in the background and get your babies would be crying in every podcast episode (laughs) until he's not a baby anymore. Oh no, I did something bad. That's not good. Can you hear this? No, but I can hear Riker (laughs) crying. I wonder if that's going to play. I just was scrolling through something and one of our videos is playing in the background and I could hear it through my headphones. Nope. I, I was like, I hope I didn't just play like a, <laughs> a video on the podcast. Nope. 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 All right. So we are talking today about manifestation versus creation. As we get into this, I want to know, do you have feelings about those words? Initial feelings. When I say manifestation, how do you feel? Ready like go. manifesting that is not helpful <laughs> when i hear manifestation it makes me think of bringing things to me bringing things to you when i say creation what do you think of making things myself making things yourself so manifestation is bringing something to you where creation is making something yourself yes do you have one of those terms that you do you have any uh, more negative feelings towards either of those terms? This um, just turned into an interview of you. Apparently. I guess <laughs> thinking, and I'm sorry that my child is crying. No. Um, I hope it's not that loud. It, it's sort of loud. So I don't know if there's another option for him and his caretaker to access right now. I mean, now. I can, I can like <laughs> mute myself for one second. Well, let's continue. No, because I have a, I have a suggestion. I have something to say. Okay. I have something to say. You have something to say about negative yeah. feelings. Yeah, I do. I have negative feelings, but I want to hold on one second. Sort out your baby. Okay. Yeah. I'll share my feelings. Okay. Perhaps while you do that. One, two, three, go. Go. Okay. So <laughs> real life here at the Sisters Enchanted. I do want to interject that anybody who has been with us since the beginning of Sisters Enchanted time in 2016. Uh, I want to say how appreciative I am of you and everybody who's joined us since because you sat through me having a newborn and a toddler and now Anna having a newborn and uh, we, yeah, we just really appreciate you being here through all of our ages and phases and ages and phases and stages. And I think Anna's ready to come back, but I do have some feelings about the word manifestation, which is what brought us to this topic. So I think Anna's ready though. Let's hear from her first. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, so what are we manifestation or creation? Do you have negative feelings towards either of those? Well, I guess I kind of, okay. Well, initially I was going to say I have negative feelings towards manifestation, but I guess the, the 
my internal doubt er also has negative feelings towards creation. Oh, do you want to, do you care to elaborate? <laughs> okay. Well, I would say that I have negative feelings towards manifestation because I think sometimes that that word, as we've talked about in the past is used very loosely. Mm. And if you are relying on like manifesting things all the time and those things don't come or they don't come in the sense that you wanted them to come, that can be very depleting and could be very upsetting, especially if you're, you know, trying to live a world of magic and you're like, I'm manifesting. And then like, you aren't manifesting anything. How (laughs) defeating that is. That is very true. That is what I don't like about the law of attraction. That there are these assumptions that we create everything that happens to us. Mm -hmm. And while I wouldn't say that's necessarily not true. I mean, I think that we, we create our emotions, we create our reactions, our attachments. Uh, I think that the notion that we, that we bring everything into us can be really harmful. If when you've experienced something that, you know, it's like, why on earth would I ever bring that to myself? And that's not to say like, you know, if you're dealing with uh, money issues, say, and you find yourself in debt over and over again, you know, maybe there is a lesson for you still to learn there. And so you sort of are (laughs) creating that, that portal into that unknown for yourself and you're attracting that in, but there are some terrible things that happen in this world. And it's like, you did not, you did not call that into yourself. That's a, you know, a matter of circumstance and, and there are, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. So I think that the, uh, the law of attraction and the manifestation connection that we often see with people, I think is not always helpful and won't always get people where they need to go and is more defeating than useful in one's practice. True that. Mm-hmm. Plus the thing about uh, manifestation and the law of attraction that I see a lot when people teach manifestation is this idea of like that you've got all the universal support energy behind you and stuff like that. And I mean, really when it comes down to it, most like universal and universal energy is neutral. You know, our emotions, our center point of emotion is neutral. And then how we react to it how we see ourselves, how we see others, that's what adds a shadow or a light to something that's happening. And this idea that, that there is, you know, the, that you're, we're all meant for abundance and that the universe is just going to give it to us. I think that that's a, a beautiful thought to hold that everything's available to me, but nothing is there to just hand it to you you control your output, your energy output, you control your energy input. Mm-hmm. And that is what drives how this universal energy is or is not going to support you. And I think that that's often miscommunicated in the law of attraction, manifestation, conversation. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. So I looked, I looked on the interweb. Oh, I, did you want me to, I had share, I had a negative feeling towards creation. Oh, you did. Okay. Share that. Do Um, share. And this is more, okay. So creation is obviously great because who doesn't want to create their own thing, you know, instead of manifesting your abundance, isn't it trying to manifest abundance? Isn't it great if you 
put it into motion that you are going to do this, do that, so that you can create your abundance because of your actions. So obviously, positive, we want to be the proactive member of our own lives to create the things that we want for ourselves. But the negative thing about, I guess, creation too, is you can have that same kind of feeling that like, if you want to create something, but you don't have like the right mindset, or you are struggling to get things done to become the creator in your own life. Again, how frustrating that can be, you know, if like you... I'll use this for an, I'll use this for an example. So Sarah's a homeschool mom. Um, I had my son Jacob prior to Sarah having her two kids, and I tried to homeschool my son, and I wanted to create this like wonderful homeschool environment while also working my nine to five non magical job, and I wanted to create this like idea of, you know. Having my perfection. perfection, yeah. Having my my homeschooled kid, I was, um, you know, at the time. I mean, I'm still very much like this. At the time, I was very uh, clean in my eating and my like dietary choices and what I was using to um, clean my home, like to you know, like what kind of things were happening. I was living in a very natural home, working a job, and then I wanted to homeschool my child. I wanted to create this very perfect idea of what I wanted. And can I just tell you, I cannot create a, a wonderful homeschool environment, at least not in that environment with what I was doing. I don't, I still don't think that, that I'm a good candidate for that. So that's something that like I tried to create that didn't work well for me. Um, and I actually tried to create that. Mm-hmm. I, I fell short of the creation. So maybe if I had tried a little harder or something, so that's where like the negativity comes in maybe a little bit, because even yeah, if I can trying, see that. did you try hard enough? Um, did I let myself down in my creation? Did I give up before really giving it my all? So creation um, also gives you a chance to um, actually feel defeated, you know? So Anna, you see the, neg- <laughs> the negative in both creation and manifestation. Yeah. Is that what you're telling us? Well, I guess you could, I, well, you know, me, I'm an overthinker. Um, so, and I'm easily defeated. That's a definite like shadow work thing. I would say that Sarah would agree to that, that in life I have been easily defeated. I have the wind taken from my sails. Um, <laughs> the wind beneath your wings. Yeah, regularly. It's not blowing. there. <laughs> there's, there's no wind beneath my wings. It just stops blowing. It's <laughs> All right. Well, let me look here and then I can share mine too. So this is when I looked on the interwebs, as I was saying, the interwebs, uh, the interwebs told me that it spoke to me and it, it said, tell you that you have a breeze between your wings. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you can be the wind beneath Anna's wings. <laughs> I will rise you up, raise you up. My style. Okay. Manifestation. According to Google, It says, it's an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. And I think that that is the thing about manifestation is we hear a lot about, you know, releasing attachment and just holding a vision, but you don't exactly know how it's going to come to you. And that's that abstract idea part. And then creation, the action or process of bringing something into existence. So I think 
that one can hold a vision, an abstract vision, what you want to manifest, and then actively create that manifestation being. Right. Right. So they're kind of hand in hand. They're kind of buddies. Hand in hand, the who's will start singing. Like, Um, I'm like the manifestation (laughs) and you're the creation. Right? See, that's what you need. You just need the other half to your equation. I need a fan. I can wear a cape and then blow the fan at me and create my own wind. (laughs) Artificial (laughs) wind. The wind beneath my wings. Okay. There, stop that. That was beautiful. I know. I'm so good. I'm going to just stop (laughs) teaching on the internet and I'm going to start singing for the trees because they're the only things that will listen to me (laughs) start a new career (laughs) people who should not be singing.com and I will be the first video on there (laughs) okay anyway oh no (laughs) (laughs) it's my new business idea uh people who should not be singing.com by yours truly okay so creation stories when we think of creation stories there what I love about a good creation myth is that it's seemingly uh, things just appear you know um we we've been talking a lot about Norse mythology lately in particular and that creation story of Norse mythology is absolutely wild there's just like a big salt chunk of universe and a giant cow and, a, and then a giant dress just like licking the salt and from there yeah. <laughs> like comes what we, what we live in. And, you know, if we even look at the story of Adam and Eve, like the Christian story there, it's just these two people just appear and there they are. And then even in like Norse mythology, there are two people who are carved. The first two humans are carved out of uh, trees, tree trunks. And then, there's another version where everything goes to chaos and then there's two people left standing and that's like the new creation that happens. There's like a second creation that occurs. And with creation myth is it seemingly often just happens out of nowhere. Right. And I think that we can look at manifestation as this vague idea of where we want to be and then work to create knowing that often what we're working to create is going to appear for us out of nowhere. It's mm-hmm. going to happen suddenly. And I find that that happens to me often when I'm when I'm following my intuition, my gut, and trusting myself, that's when creation happens. And then the thing I've been thinking of in an abstract way manifests. And the Sisters Enchanted is a perfect example of that because I had a vague idea <laughs> that I wanted to do something that was fun because my previous business was really trying it was really stressful and I wanted to do something with Anna. So we had this vague idea what this might look like. Like it was our dream to be able to work together and just live life on our terms. But I don't think either of us really had a clear definition of what that looked like, nor did we really think that would happen necessarily. And then through intuitive action and trusting the creation sort of bam, there it was. And next thing we knew, you know, here we are. Uh, and so when you're, when you, I think you can actively create step-by-step step when you're leading with intuition, actively create what it is you want to create to get to the vision, that big vision that you're holding when, even if you're not really sure what that vision is or how it's going to pan out. 
So creation is to like at doing the physical act of bringing something in where manifestation is, I want to feel this way. How do I manifest that into being through creating it into being? It's multi-layered. It's multi-layered. It's like a pie cake in. A pie cake in. Where, in which there's a pie level, mm-hmm. a frosting level, another pie level, a frosting level, a cake level. That's what this is like. It's like a pie cake in. Pie cake in. I was going to say too that like um, even in, you know, other mythologies like Greek and Egyptian mythology that there's just like chaos. Like it's mm-hmm. chaos that is then then from the chaos something is created so it's like a like smattering of life and uncertainty and what's going to come next and then slowly but surely order is created from the that chaos and you know what I think that that's actually a really good parallel to actual life because when you don't when you're not holding a vision of some kind or you're not stopping to, to ask yourself, what am I creating every single day? That's when there is chaos. You know, when you feel like I talk, we hear from so many people in our communities are like, I just don't have any time to myself. There's no possible way. I'm a mom with like two kids. They never leave me alone. And I always want to reach through the computer and say, listen, I hear that. <laughs> I full on attachment parent. And now my youngest is three and a half. And it's just these last few months that I actually even, we have an office now where I can leave and go leave the house. I have worked from home intermittently caring for my kids this whole time. And I get it. But my, the thing is though, is I had a vision for where I wanted us to be. I have a vision for how I want our life to look. And then I actively every day did something to create that into being, even if that thing took 30 seconds, was really fast and seemed insignificant. Not a day has gone by that I have not taken action to to, to create into being something that will get us to this bigger vision, even if I'm not super clear on what that big vision is. And when you don't do that though, that's when there's chaos. Right. My life's you know? chaos right now. Like, well, you have a newborn. Yes. Which is entirely think, different. Right. But who I think has just gotten quiet. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. um, he's not by himself. I'm always like worried when like you hear him crying in the background that you think that I just like left. He's almost two months old. He just <laughs> crawled himself to another room. Yeah, no, he's fine. Snuggled he's, up. He's been fed. Uh, but but yeah, like you're creating your own things. Like, you know, I'm have a help right now because my husband happens to be home. But I, you know, am carving out small moments to create the things I need to create for this work. And even though there is chaos. I am trying to set aside times to get things done um, and to function, even though I look like I haven't showered. I have, you guys can't see me, but Sarah can see me and I I look like I haven't showered. Um, Well, I think that when we think of (laughs) manifestation and creation, we think of these big things, like I'm going to manifest a million dollars. I'm going to manifest the home of my dream, but you just really, when it comes to manifestation and creation, like what would make a difference right now? You know, would that be uh, a part-time helper around your house? Would that be a different job? Would that be a raise? And what's the vision that goes with that for you to manifest? How are you feeling after that happens? How do you, what does your life feel like after that? And then that's what you take the action on and to create into being is something that will manifest into that feeling for you. Right? 
-hmm. every day, every day we take action, every day we create and our manifestation is this bigger abstract idea of where we will be, but it doesn't have to be, I'm going to manifest the love of my life. It could be, I'm going to manifest the exact right conditions for me to love myself enough to have the love of my life, Right. you know? And then every day, what does that look like? What does loving yourself look like? Does that look like drinking more water, going for a walk, mm-hmm. dancing in your kitchen, buying yourself some new fancy underpants, some fancy pants. Who doesn't love some fancy underpants? <laughs> I love to buy fancy Spanx leggings and I feel amazing in them. So that's how I create feeling like I'm a rock star. Can I just say something about these Spanx leggings? Yes, you can. Is that they better not be negative. (laughs) It's negative. (laughs) They seem so tight. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you know, in my life. I feel like this has been on your mind for some time. (laughs) Yeah, because you keep telling me that I need to invest in some like good Spanx leggings myself because my overhang from baby carrying is like wait hold on here I didn't come up to you and say you need to buy space (laughs) leggings for that someone's gonna think that you were like (laughs) look at this look at me and then I was like I feel really amazing when I wear Spanx leggings so maybe you should buy them shopping for leggings I did not just come up to you and say you know I will solve your problem no no well I think that you did but not in the way that you're (laughs) defending <laughs> because like for you the ultimate self-care item is spanx leggings so like you don't tell me hey anna you know what makes me feel really great spanx leggings what you say is you know what you need some spanx leggings so like your <laughs> delivery i know what you mean so you're like yeah just spend some money on some spanx leggings so if i didn't know you i would maybe think you were telling me that i need to like <laughs> suck it in but like I know you and you were like telling me that I need I need a cappuccino a piece of pie and some Spanx leggings and yes be that's better. exactly how my life is I wear the Spanx leggings and I drink the cappuccino and eat pie cake in but the thing is is they seem so tight so like in my life I have bought in Spanx to wear like under I mean, they're very comfortable to, to wear under dresses you know like the shorts ones that pull up over your stomach yeah, this isn't like that and, and then you put it on and then you have Look, more lumps. I can stretch them over here. Okay. Uh, in defense of your leggings, I have not gotten out this full set. Sentence. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> protective of them. I know you are. Um, but they cause sometimes more lumps than they smooth out. Are you telling me I have more lumps now? No. <laughs> My body is different. I am no. lumpy. I wear space <laughs> leggings all the time. Have you seen a single lump from me? Well, I think you look fabulous all the time. So if you have I'm lumps, lumpy I as well. notice. I have plenty of lumps. And I think that if you're feeling like you don't look like a rock star, you just need to buy Spanx leggings. Problem solved. It just seems so tight. They're like really like- comfortable. And I actually love them being tight because when I jump around, everything <laughs> stays in place. Do they roll down? No. That's what Praise I mean. Them. I can't sing their praises enough. I really can't. I mean, they, they are an investment, particularly if you want the shiny fake leather ones. <laughs> Like and I wear. <laughs> what's the waistband situation? Like I'm a it's fan wide. of it's yoga like, top. No, it's like fans. it's quite. It's like maybe even 
like six inches wide and it goes up pretty high because oh, I'm a big fan of like yoga topped pants <sighs> so that they don't dig in yeah no these are good I'm promising you they're good these ones are shiny see I like how you're wearing shiny pants and a sequenced blazer blazer I know that's what I mean I feel like a rock star you've gotten some real color into your life like I feel like I could just walk into a room right now and command anything I desire yeah but what's funny about that is that we walked into a room recently together the other day and somebody mentioned that we looked familiar and we were like we have to leave and then she was like oh I follow you on the interwebs and we were like oh we put our head down and continued our, we, our so, business like it never happened <laughs> we were also really we had to leave we were in a very serious time crunch we had all of 15 minutes to get in and out of that errand because we had to be on for a live stream yeah so that we really did have we were in a bit rush but well, we if you see us in like, real life eh. and you and you say hey i know you guys we're gonna be like what who and it's <laughs> not, not because it's not because we're rude it's because we're we become overwhelmed with like whelmed somebody recognized us <laughs> what <laughs> did we just yell at the kids i hope not those are the kinds of things i think are you guys those sisters? What? What? I wasn't what like sisters? scratching my butt, was I? <laughs> you didn't see that? Have on my Spanx. Where my lump show. Where <laughs> my Spanx appropriately pulled up. How many anyway. lumps? So creation. Let's focus on the topic here. Creation versus manifestation. I don't even know what got us into the leggings, but one step every day to create into being your vision for yourself. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> All right then. Well, thank you, Anna, for hanging out with me. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> All right. I will, uh, I don't know. I'll talk to you soon. Again. Thank you so much for listening into this episode of the Magic on the Inside podcast. We so appreciate you being part of our community. If you like listening to what it is that we talk about and our silly ramblings, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. That makes sure that you never miss an episode. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. That really helps us to make sure that our show gets out to other people. And it does, uh, it's just a huge, huge, huge help. And if you are thinking about what it is that you are going to create into being in 2021 and beyond, and you're thinking, hmm, maybe I would like to create a business of my own, a magical business, or take what it is that I love to do and get it out there for other people, be sure to register for our free business class that's coming up. That's at thesistersenchanted.com forward slash free biz. That's the sistersenchanted.com forward slash free biz. And you can find that in the description and on our blog and the show notes and, and wherever else you find us. I'm sure you can find that. And we'd love to see you in that class to talk about what you could create in your future. And if you do create something into being, be sure to tag us on social media or let us know in our Expedition to Soul Facebook group. We would love to hear about it. And until next time, I hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead.